I'm Danny. And I'm Damika. And we're biracial unicorns. The Minnesota. Minnesota time. How's it going, Mika? Oh, man. I don't know about you all over there, but the Halloween game is trying to like be up and about. Oh, amazing. <laughs> it's so real over here. So I think I'm like, is that is that fall that I feel in the air? So I'm actually kind of excited. I'm doing quite good when it comes on the fall front, but it's always Halloween. I don't associate it with fall. It's just mm. always, always Halloween. Oh, I'm so excited, but I'm more excited for our conversational blind date. I wore yes. something cute for it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and you look good, girl. <laughs> Thank you. I've been on a water cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> that skin is popping. Mm. <laughs> Uh, we do this show for us and like nobody else like really <laughs> i'm really glad that you brought up halloween oh my goodness i'm so excited all it right was, it was kind of perfect oh, what all right are you ready for this <sighs> yes i'm ready so last minisode we took a look at our nostalgic lunch boxes yes this week we're going to take a look, just take a gander mm. towards the Scholastic Book Fair <laughs> onto our, our nostalgic bookshelf because we are talking about Goosebumps this week. Yes, girl. I am here. I am present. And I am so ready. <laughs> All right. Well, your 10 minutes starts now. All right. So I actually get really sentimental about Goosebumps because I actually really struggled with reading. I really did. I have really had a hard time focusing and sounds, but Goosebumps were my jam. Like I just devoured them. I just, I remember like reading them in a day and that was like a really, really big deal to me. I think the first one I ever read was The Haunted Mask. Yes, I know yes. that one. Oh yeah. And I I it was just so it was so beautiful and I know like they were quite popular and I know they had a couple of spin-offs and I think did they were they like the first ones to have like the pick your own ending? I feel no, like there like was... was a kibosh on that though. There was the Choose Your Own Adventure books, which came first, I believe. Mm. And then there were the Goosebump ones, which were cool, too. Were they? I see. And I didn't know. But, but to me, I thought, I'm like, I get to pick? But, you know, I mean, it's all facade. But it was still super fun. And then the TV series came out. And that that was just super fun. Um, yeah, I loved it. There was also, like, a one that was based upon the Phantom of the Opera um yeah i know they recently made a movie with jack black but i did not partake because once again the, the goosebumps the goosebumps mr stein is very precious to me and i didn't want it to be tainted <laughs> i love that you related that to the scholastic book fair because that was like, you know, when you got those little thin, little papery sheets of like books for book fair, that was, that made me super happy. So. Yes, I loved the book fair. 
oh, it was like, it was like early Christmas. It was like the best thing. But I, um, do I even have to ask if you're a Goosebumps fan? Yes. Yes, I am, obviously. I, I had a different experience than you. Um, mm. I have always been a huge reader. Like I learned to read at a very ridiculously young age and was just like read all the time, nonstop. I used to get in trouble because I would go to like family gatherings and take a book with me and <laughs> everyone would get <laughs> mad at me. Um, like encourage that girl to read. Come on. I know. Um, Come on, guys. But I, I loved reading. So I would literally just read like anything I could get my hands on. But I was definitely part of the Goosebumps craze. Mm. I don't think I've ever been like a joiner. And I, mm. I almost have that opposite reaction of like if something's popular, I <laughs> don't want to do it. Girl, um, same. <laughs> it's not my best quality. Yeah, so I like I held out a little bit on Goosebumps, but not very long. Uh, and I started reading them because I I also liked scary, spooky things. Uh, so it, how could I not read Goosebumps? And so I, I read like all the Goosebump books I could for a long time. I think about fourth or fifth grade, I was still reading Goosebumps, but I also graduated to Fear Street. Yeah, uh, R.L. Stein's other <laughs> other one, mm -hmm. and it was actually my one of my older cousins. She's four and a half years older than me. She gave me one of R.L. Stein's books that wasn't Fear Street, but it was like that same teen age. It was before he started writing Fear Street. He had some standalone scary books, uh, and it was like The Girlfriend or something. And she gave me <laughs> that book. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was like my introduction to the teen books of uh, oh, R.L. Stein. Yeah. Oh, man. If I had a dollar for every fearful white girl that graced the pages of the Fear Street, loved it. <laughs> loved it, loved it, loved it. So many bangs. So many yes. shadows. Oh, my gosh. It was ridiculous but uh i mean i we could make this for your street cast but um i want to talk about goosebumps <laughs> so <laughs> i love it so i have a couple of favorite goosebump books that like have always stuck with me mm. my i think my two favorites are let's get invisible Ooh. And The Ghost Next Door. I don't know if you're familiar with either of those. Let's see. The Let's Get Invisible one, I am. I don't think I'd, I don't know if The Ghost Next Door. Okay. So, brief synopsis. Synops. Synops. Uh, the Ghost Next Door starts with, like, this kid. And I can't even remember now if it's a girl or a boy. I think hmm. it's a girl. Uh, who has this nightmare that there's like a fire and um is like really shaken about it the next day but things are okay whatever and then there's a there's somebody moving in there's this kid moving in next door there's like a family and this kid um and this this house has been empty for a while i guess and that the book like kind of unfolds this weird kind of like 
this kid is kind of creepy and mm. aren't sure if that kid is really there, if that family's really there. And oh. it's like a ghost. Okay. Okay. Ringing some yeah. bells. Yeah. And then it's like, um, oh, what's that movie? There's a movie that it's a very similar plot that I really like. Uh, but it turns out at the end, spoiler alert, that this kid, the 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 uh, narrator, died in a fire at the beginning dun, of the dun, book, and was was in fact the ghost next door the whole time. Oh snap! Slash hashtag six cents seeing dead yes. people. Yeah, it, that. It. I, yeah, Six Sense is, is a movie with that twist, but there was another movie, The Others. The Others. That oh, was the movie I was thinking of. Nice, nice, nice. That's really, oh, that's a classic. That one's really good. Yeah, um, so that was one of my favorites. Um, and then I loved Six Sense and The Others years later when they came out because it was mm. essentially the same plot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, some you of them can were keep quite recycling that pot, plot all you want. And I feel like that. That's kind of goosebumps. It is, but I think it taught you about that particular genre. Like one of my favorite was like the Night of the Living Dummy, which was mm. not because it had yeah, like yeah. three or four parts to it. And I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Somehow the everyone keeps fighting this bizarro old school ventriloquist dummy, and somehow they're like, "Oh, I would like this weird ass dummy in my house." And craziness ensues with the dummy who is actually alive. And, you know, each one keeps getting more ridiculous. I think, like, by the third one, there's, like, a gang of them. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's nothing crazy original, but it was just written in a way that was very accessible and scary enough to really make you want to enjoy it, but not so terrifying that your eight, nine-year-old mind would explode. It was just one of those things where you kind of got introduced to these beginning like we see it now as being ridiculous and easy to see but then your brain is actually just kind of developing plots and the rise and fall and character development and foreshadowing and and it had a lot of those kind of themes in it and i think for someone who really enjoys that genre it was just you you get to kind of see that parallel in a lot of classic like horror and you know scary movies and it was just it was very accessible and it was cute and like you said it was kind of like a bandwagon kind of thing that I could actually feel like I could be a part of yeah and we were we were young during during the beginning of Goosebumps Mm -hmm. and when it kind of blew up and R.L. Stein was releasing a new Goosebumps book every month so turning yeah, so I remember the kids would just get so stoked and we'd get the new book in like at the library or, you know, some kid would buy it and it was just like so exciting. Mm-hmm. What's the cover and the color combination? I remember yes. being like, yeah, And then the cover so too, the goosebump mm-hmm. part had like some texture to it. Yes. So you could touch it. I really like that. Me too. Thought it was, and I was just like, how many different color combination can they come up with? Yeah, it was. Um, so did you did you watch the series that they made when we were younger? No, but I watched. I don't know if it was the same one or a remake. Years later, um, I watched it on Netflix, and I was surprised by how good it actually was. Like, it wasn't like a great show but it was like i enjoyed watching it and it was a little spooky actually i was shocked at how much they could get away with 
yeah. we're talking about the same thing. It was, I was really surprised of like, wow, they could really get away That's with it. Cause the timer. Oh, all right. Well, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be better behaved about the timer. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, <laughs> but let's keep talking about it. But I really enjoy. I think I, I think that's the thing of just encouraging kids to have like that imagination in that genre. I don't. I don't even know what the equivalent equivalent now would be because the thing is so there's so many more options now. And then I don't really think there was tons in this particular genre when we were that age. Yeah, I don't know. I I read Goosebumps, and like I said, I kind of graduated to Fear Street, and then from Fear Street. I started reading Stephen King. So I, yeah, like, I was like in fifth grade reading was, Stephen King. I love it. It was totally the gateway. You know, I I enjoy Mr. King. But I, I do see it is definitely a progression. But um, yeah, thank you, Goosebumps, for being a gateway. And thank you for your delightful show. That was borderline a little much because they were definitely like it scared my little sister. She we were only two years apart. And there are moments where I'm just like, oh, it's not that bad. And then secretly I'm like, oh, actually, that's a bit shady. Love you, R.L. Stein. Thank you so much for for just allowing us who are a little bit more spooky and dark inside our hearts to just be able to feel like we belong for a little bit. <laughs> I feel like kids still read Goosebumps, though. I don't see why not. I would, I would imagine they would still hold up. And I think the fact that there is just so many, there's something right. about something being a collection that I think is really appealing. I need to look it up. I want to see. Because I know they kept coming out even after I stopped reading them. 235. Yeah. No. Yeah. You go, R.L. Stein. You go ahead and recycle all day long. I am for that. Look at that, though. Like, that's a pretty good body of work for what it was for young children genre writing. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so there's a ton of series, evidently, now that are like spinoffs. So there's Ooh. Goosebumps, Tales okay. to Give You Goosebumps. Oh, I just saw that. Give Yourself Goosebumps. That's mm. the choose your own adventure sort of lens. Yes. Goosebumps Presents, Goosebumps mm. Haunted Library, Goosebumps Autobiographies, Goosebumps Triple Header, Goosebumps Ooh. Series 2000, Goosebumps oh. Gold, Goosebumps Graphics, Goosebumps Horrorland, Goosebumps <gasps> Most Wanted, Goosebumps Slappy World. Oh, Goosebumps now I just Monster feel... Editions. Oh, Danny, I wish you wouldn't have done that. Now I just feel like, where's that moisturizing cream? <laughs> like, I feel so old right now. That is... um extensive yeah and i'm kind of excited about it oh gosh now i'm looking at some of these covers of like some of the most like the son of slappy <gasps> oh i'm kind of down now yeah. look at that i Grown think women. i i might i might still have my copy of let's get invisible i'm gonna try to dig it out and read it i really want to read it you should totally read it please post that because i just i think that would be kind of the best thing ever Tack on it. Now I'm just like, I'm actually looking at these. I'm like, yeah, I read that one. Ooh, that was good. Oh, did I ever finish that one? Oh, this is so fun. Yeah, this is like borderline happy place now. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, 
we'll be back next week with a full episode. We'll mm. be back in two weeks with another mini-sode. So until then, I hope that you all dig out your Goosebump books. Yes, and read one. the dust. Also, just <laughs> let us know which was your favorite Goosebumps book. Mm-hmm. Demika loved The Night of the Living Dummy. I loved <laughs> the ghost one. <laughs> and, Which uh, you, you'd be very specific of the ghost <laughs> and, and the haunted mirror one <laughs> those are mm-hmm. the ones I like but so let us know it's just so fun to revisit these old books oh this is so great seriously I'm no, I'm like no good for the rest of the episode I keep looking at titles I'm like yes there was one about a snowman <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one that's funny yeah. mm-hmm. take that Elsa <laughs> alright well we'll be back so Hit us up, all the usual channels. Until then, peace. Out.